This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Yes, you. You were waiting you, for me. There. You, yes. Ah, you. I, I wasn't waiting for you. Well, I was waiting for you. You. To sign up on Patreon to help support Says Who, to help make these episodes happen, and to help get even more than this episode into your ear and into your hands at patreon.com slash says who. There are all kinds of levels of helping from a dollar all the way to a billion dollars. Yep. Um, we have no billion dollar sponsors, uh, but for but $5. We, but you know, if you're listening. If you're listening, Jeff Bezos, go fuck yourself. But <laughs> uh, for like that $5. Was, well, that, was, that was a spicy meatball there, Maureen. Look, I'm just calling it like I see it. He can go fuck himself. Uh, he can be included on the eat my entire ass list, which is Whoa. which is like one over from the naughty list. And it just has one name, Jeff Bezos. It has like two names. It has at least five names. For $5 a month, for example, you get a sticker and you get bonus content. And we've been putting out pretty much a, a bonus episode a week at this point. Last week, there well, were four. There were four. They were only six minutes long, but, but there were four of them. Like you're basically getting extra an extra podcast every week. But I like Patreon because I think going forward, like and this is how it should have been all along. Supporting creators, supporting small businesses, supporting just stuff that you like more directly is like I think a good way of going forward. And there's lots of creators you can support on Patreon. So thank you, says Huvia. Thank you. Fahudore, Fahudore, thank you, says Hufaia. Ho, 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 ho! Ho, ho! Santa? Ho, ho, ho! Santa? Hello, little oh. girl! Ho, ho! Oh. Santa, is that really you? Oh, of course. Oh, what else do I have to do but be on a podcast on December 19th? Oh, oh, oh. You don't know what, what day it is, Santa? I'm a little bit tipsy. Hello. Just dicking around a little bit here, Santa. Just, you know, the elves are doing their thing. I'm doing mine. We're getting loose. Hello. Jeez. You got my message? All of them. Up yeah. the nose, straight yeah. to Santa, as we always what? say. Nature's chimney. Exactly. Oh, I'm, so, oh, I'm so happy. Oh, Santa, I'm so excited for Christmas this year. I've been yes. a good girl. Oh, been... I know. Do you? Of course. Am I on I'm the all... on the good list? Oh, he's always. Maureen Jackson, always on the good list, is what we say in the North Pole. Oh, Santa, there's a mistake in mm. that. It's Johnson, Santa. It's Johnson. Oh, oh that's a oh, that's a whoopsie. Yeah, oh, so I, I am. Well, I am on the good list, right? Sure, let's go with that. Oh yes, sounds good. Oh Santa, this year I I only have one wish. Well, I have a couple, mm -hmm. but one okay. big one. Yeah. Sure, that's what I'm here for. Did we get the Mueller report? Well, you know. What about a what about a wooden train? A wooden a wooden train? Sure, I've got lots of those. Oh, so I, I mean, I was really hoping for more of a, you know, something uh, legal. Oh, something. Uh, oh, I know. You want a misfit. How about a pistol that shoots jelly? A pistol that shoots jelly? Yes. 
not entirely against it, but really I was hoping for something that's like indictments, you know, oh. like unsealed mm. indictments. Well, let me see what I've got in my sack. Okay. Oh, well, here's a, here's a, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm having some trouble thinking of something right now, Maureen. Santa, are you having? Something in a sack. Uh, a, a, a roller skate. Oh, a roller skate is here. Single but just one. Uh, is that a good thing? No. Oh, I've got a, a glove. Santa, Would you this like is... a glove? No, Santa. Oh. I want Trump. I Trump want... steak? I have that. Jesus, no, Santa. Oh. I want him to go to jail or at mm. least get thrown that's, on his ass. That's sort of a negative Nelly type present, wouldn't you say? No, I would say it was How very How about stupid. some jelly beans? You got a big sack of go fuck yourself right there, Santa. That's, no. This is not a thing you say to the jolliest man on the North Pole. I don't think you're the real Santa. It's, uh, it's not true. I know. Here's how we know. Okay. Write something on a piece of paper. Uh-huh. Shove it up your nose and I will know immediately what it says. All right, hold on. All right. All right. Did you get it? Says who? Yeah, it says it. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a merry coping strategy. I'm Maureen Jingles Johnson. And I am Dan Reindeer Sinker. See, I would have gone with Dasher. I, I, I was trying, that was, I couldn't remember a name. I froze up. Dasher, Dancer, yeah. Prancer, Fixin, Comet, Cupid, Donner, and Blitzen. Well, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Let me tell you something, Maureen. What? Burl Ives. Mm. Burl Ives. The underappreciated Burl Ives. Underappreciated Burl Ives. The, to my opinion, the real voice of Christmas through his. uh, through his hosting of uh, Frosty the, the Snowman, no, the Rudolph. He was the snowman in Rudolph, sang all the he, goddamn songs. Wasn't he also Frosty? No, I don't think so. Well, I thought he was Frosty as well. But he was he. Well, I mean, he was a snowman in Rudolph. Anyway, point. Getting off topic here. That's why I'm thinking he was Frosty. That's why I want Burl Ives. Burl Ives. Voice of Christmas. Voice of Christmas. He was a thirty third degree Mason. Damn. Yeah. Illuminati, man. Yeah. That is the highest level Mason you can be. Shit. He knows lizard people. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. A hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. He I was tussling with the abominable snowman while he was re- literally running the world. He had a sword, I bet. Oh, easily. Easily. He probably, he probably had a sword in his arm and a fake hand covering it. Jesus. Well, mm, that's pretty merry. That is pretty merry. That's what that's Burl Ives' sword hand. 
That's what I've got for you, Maureen, for for the holidays. I like them. Well, I'm I'm not against that. Dan, today is the 18th of December. It is. That we record. Tuesday the 18th. That's when we do it. You have been placing bets on the 19th, which is when this podcast comes out as being the day. Mm -hmm. The day. That the Mueller report comes out. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Dan, I, well, I think uh, before we get to how I'm feeling about that, we have to kind of cover what's been going on. Because before we can kind of draw our conclusions, we have to look at the, uh, what's the, what are we working with here? What's the raw Um, material? Whoa. Yeah. Raw material. That's what I'm well, I'm glad you asked because today, today was a pretty remarkable day, Maureen. I will say, says Huvians, you won't be able to see this, but Dan has written some notes and it looks like Dan chugged about five big Starbucks coffees all at once and was like, I got this. And then he just wrote everything. Like, these are remarkable. I did a it all plus. from memory, too. This is intense. Yeah. It was, a, it was an intense day. It was an intense day. It uh it it unfolded in front of me while while my wife Janice was like busy preparing presents on the table. So you've got this kind of crazy juxtaposition. But today we saw Flynn, Michael Flynn, finally showing up for his sentencing. Which was uh, if you remember, flashback to like a week and a bit ago. Mueller released his sentencing memo, which basically said, yes, Flynn lied to the FBI like a bunch, but he's been so cooperative and went with us so many times and given us so much useful, actual intel that we actually recommend that he does not get any jail time. He's on the nice list. Yeah, he was definitely on Mueller's nice list, but you know whose nice list he was not on? The judge today. So first of all, even before he even before the 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 court started, Trump, of course, tweeted another one of his like snitches get stitches tweets (laughs) saying good luck today in court to General Michael Flynn will be interesting to see what he has to say, despite tremendous pressure being put on him about Russian collusion and our great and obviously successful political campaign. There was no collusion. Which is interesting because yesterday, uh, the judge, even before the sentencing today, actually had um, had Mueller release the notes from the FBI agent that uh, agents that that interviewed Michael Flynn about his contacts with Russia during the during the transition. And like those notes, which Trump is tweeting afterwards are all about Russian collusion, are all about conversations with the Russian ambassador Kislyak about, you know, the lifting the sanctions and about the things that 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 Obama put through at the time. And, you know, it's it. There's something the best thing about them is that there are like two, at least two instances within the notes from the FBI agent where uh where Flynn basically would be like, yep, and that's the only time I talk to the guy. And then the FBI agent will be like, 
oh, well, what about uh, what about when you talk to him about that U.N. stuff, which he had not mentioned? So the FBI agents basically like we have you on tape, asshole. And then Flynn will be like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for the thanks for the reminder, guy. (sighs) These are not bright people, Maureen. Look, you got to remember, these aren't bright guys. Things just got out of hand. We, we, me, Janice and I actually watched all the President's Men this weekend. It's good, right? It's good, but boy, boy, I feel like I needed to go get my lungs scanned after how much Dustin Hoffman smokes in that movie. It's a lot. If you get, if you get called out in a 70s movie for smoking too much. Yeah. It is something. there's a line in the movie where uh, Woodward's like, is there anywhere you won't smoke? Because he's lighting could... a cigarette up in a fucking elevator. <laughs> they smoke so much. Uh, it's painful. Like, it is like, oh, God, not again. Uh, anyway. Wait, I have to say that my favorite scene in that movie is the one where he goes to the woman's house. Because they're always, like, popping in the windows. Like, you just see their eyes. And yeah. people are like, oh, fuck, they're here. And they're like, hey, can we just... Uh, can we just, and he kind of pops in the door. He's like, oh, hey, hey, can I have a cigarette? Because people, and he kind of jumps in the door. Yeah. And people have cigarettes out, like, in opening, like, like a, in more than one place, they just have them out in containers, like candy. Sure. You know. And, I mean, I definitely remember when I was a kid, like, people had candy dishes. So they had big bowls of candy out. But also cigarettes were kind of everywhere. I don't and you could get these like cigarette dispensers. And he grabs a cigarette and the woman really doesn't want to talk to him. She's really nervous, but he starts doing this really calm, like, oh yeah. Um so you know, I just uh don't pay any attention to this. I need to um I just need to take some notes because I, 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 I forget. And uh and it, he has to be like he has to get really quiet and calm. And uh, he just keeps drinking coffee. Yeah, and, like, he's, he's getting quieter and quieter. And then in the end, like he's he goes to Woodward's that night. He's like, "Fuck, I got all these notes on me. Like they're in my pockets. I was writing on napkins in the bathroom. Look, I'm running my art." And he's just <laughs> he's like, "I drank twenty cups of coffee." I I really love that scene. <laughs> it's a it's a very very good scene. Um. Anyway, so this particular not bright guy, um. Trump himself has said that that Michael Flynn was basically tricked into uh, talking to or lying to the FBI. And that has certainly been sort of the explanation that's been on loop on Fox for pretty much the whole time and and has been a explanation that Flynn himself has put forward and his idiot son and and all of that so the judge today was like so hey dude um you keep saying that you were tricked into talking to the fbi right so like do you want to change your plea from guilty to talking to the f to lying to the fbi to not guilty because like you keep saying it and flynn's like no no i'm still guilty and the judge is like oh okay cool so like because, yeah, like, I would think you would want to change. Do you want to change your plea? And Flynn's like, no. And then, like, the Trump, the 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 the, the judge is like, ah, for the people in the back, like, no, really, like, I would think you'd want to change your plea, right? And he's like, no, I'm guilty. I did, I lied to the FBI. I know. And he's like, you know, you lied to the FBI. And he's like, yes, I know, I lied to the FBI, which was awesome, right? Because he's like, you just keep saying that you aren't guilty except when you're fucking here so just shut up 
<laughs> and then goes on this fucking 15 minute rant, which they're like reporters like there's there's no cameras in the courtroom. So it's just like reporters like tweeting out as they go. And like most of the tweets are like, I can't even believe I'm seeing this where at one point the judge is like, so anyway, hey, uh, lawyer for Mueller's team. Um, did you look into treason for him? And they're like, no, we didn't. He's like, okay, cool, because I'm kind of wondering why you didn't. And they're like, oh, oh, oh. and uh, yeah, the lawyer is like, you sold out your country. And uh, yeah, just basically just kind of went off for 15 minutes. And then Flynn's people were like, oh, can we take a break for like 15 minutes? And uh, then they came back and basically were like, um, okay, you know what? We're going to actually uh, cooperate more and maybe we can come back in March. I purposely didn't because I was trying to get my head down today. Uh, yeah. Turned off the internet. I bought one of those timeout jars that you can put your phone in and then you set a lock and a timer and it goes. Wow. Like, yeah, you can't. This you is can't. some serious shit at the Johnson house. Yeah, I had to get it eventually because I was like, it's like a sickness and I have to work. So I, I put my phone in the timeout jar. <laughs> so I was like, and I heard it bleeping. Like I heard alerts coming through the jar. It was yeah. like, bloop. And I went kind of tapping at the jar like a cat trying to get a fish in a tank. And I was like, alert. And I couldn't get it because I turned off the Internet and put my phone in a jar. Um, So just to be clear, the judge was like repeatedly like, you sure, dude? You sure? Yeah. You keep saying it. Yeah. Like three different times at the kind of start of the thing. Just being like, so do you want to change? Like you keep you kept saying you kept saying that you were tricked into this. So do you want to change your, your plea? Because if you were tricked into it, I sure don't want you to play guilty. Like over and over and over again. It was amazing. Wow. And then he just told him off for 15 minutes and was like, you shitbag. Yeah. Like was just like, you are the fucking worst. And the, the thing that is interesting is like the White House had kind of already put out a press thing basically assuming that Flynn was going to get no sentence and seems like Flynn's lawyers walked in expecting no sentence. And then by the end of the lawyer, just being like, and another thing, um, they were like, okay, hold on. Uh, we need to regroup here. Flynn's people called for the timeout or the yes. judge called a timeout. Flynn's people after the judge was done, they were like, um, you know, like our, our client just peed himself. So can we take 15? And then presumably they went, and maybe even talk to Mueller's lawyers. I, like, I yeah, something, something went down. Where suddenly now we're we're going to be coming back here in three months, and there is a there is a presumed additional cooperation. Do more, or I will cut your dick off. Is what that sounds like. <laughs> Essentially, not not to like. Sorry, you guys. I yeah. I didn't mean to get. I didn't mean to become so um specifically provane, but that's how the impression yeah. I'm. It getting. seems that that's essentially what went down. Has Trump tweeted since then? No. And, and 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 in fact, his account has gone into the sort of Trump clearly is not in charge of his phone thing where there are, you know, photos and videos and all of that. But there's going to be uh, there's going to be something. And part of the other reason for that, Maureen, is because this morning. The New York attorney general announced that the Trump Foundation is dissolving. Oh, no, but they do such good work. I know. All those I, orphans they save. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, New York Attorney General Barbara Underwood 
found, and this is a quote, a shocking pattern of illegality involving the Trump Foundation, including unlawful coordination with the Trump presidential campaign, repeated and willful self-dealing, and much more. Mm. So uh, she is still, though, uh, even though the Trump Foundation has dissolved, she is still... Uh, pursuing, I think, two and a half million dollars or three and a half million dollars of restitution from Trump and his three adult children. And apparently they're going to the judge is going to tell them where they have to send the money. Yeah, the the, the money has to be. Uh, yeah, the, the judge. And I, I believe there are some other people involved, but they are going to have to give the money to actual real charitable organizations, which is a that's got to be the real low blow. Like, oh, oh no. What about Grifters Anonymous? Can we give to that? No, what? No more giant paintings of Trump? My favorite is the Washington Post in their write-up, because this is most of these found findings that the, the New York AG began to kind of investigate were actually because of David Fahrenthold's, um, you know, years-long now investigation into, um, into the Trump Foundation and their weird purchases and things. But um, in the Washington Post write-up, they, they said, the largest donation in the foundation's history, a $264,000 gift to the Central Park Conservancy in 1989, benefited Trump's business because it paid to restore a fountain outside Trump's Plaza Hotel. I know that fountain, and I remember the restorations. <laughs> The smallest donation that the Trump Foundation ever gave was $7 from the foundation to the Boy Scouts the same year that Dojo turned 11 and was in the Boy Scouts. $7. Let me guess. Does that figure have any significance in terms of like what seven dollars gets you that was the cost of joining the boy scouts that year cool donald trump couldn't pay for his own son to go to the boy scouts he had to he had to run a grift to do it how much do you think that they're gonna have to pay out what was it again it's i think it's two and a half million that would make a very nice gift to the new york public library yeah or a city harvest that feeds New Yorkers. Um, or, uh, yeah, I mean, city harvest and the, and, the, and the library, those would be really lovely gifts. Yeah. I mean, that's a, um, it's a, it's a non-insignificant amount of money. I mean, there are certainly, there are certainly non-for-profits in New York City where two and a half millions would change everything for them. Yeah, well, you, you could refurbish a library. You could provide a lot of uh, supplies for classrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be some that's we could use 2.5 million spent here in New York on something. Yeah. That that's just today. That and it is only 5:30. Sure, anything could happen. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the day is so today, still young for when so, shit goes down. So today they dissolved his foundation. Yeah. They have to give the money to charity. They've been accused of like gross illegality and Flynn absolutely got his ass handed to him. With a two-handed ass-handing machine yeah. in court. Yeah, that's today. I mean, don't forget that earlier, uh, late last week, Michael Cohen was officially sentenced to three years in jail. And um, on the same day, it was revealed that David Pecker, the head of the National Enquirer's American Media, AMI, I forget what the I stands for, Incorporated, I think, um, that he had uh, uh, he copped to the fact that he had 
paid off Karen McDougal at the best of Donald Trump. And yeah, it's been a it's been a week. Dan, what did we learn in 2018? I think, Maureen, like especially in the light of the Trump Foundation literally being dissolved on the spot, like. Yeah. Did anybody see that coming? That just kind of came this morning. It just was like, what? Huh? Like like a lightning bolt from God. Yeah. (laughs) It is more and more clear that we are ending the year. Looking back and realizing this is the year it all fell apart. Like it's not done, but it's. Like, okay, so we are ending 2018. The Trump Foundation has been dissolved for, quote, a pattern of illegality. Like, let's not forget that earlier this year, Trump University finalized its $25 million fraud payment that it had agreed to to make because it had defrauded its people uh, that had signed up to to learn anything and learned nothing, you know, so. Trump Foundation gone, Trump University gone. There are investigations underway, not just from Mueller. Like now this, like the last few weeks, we've realized like the Southern District of New York is in on this. The, um, you know, there are attorneys general in multiple states uh, looking into things. So there are investigations happening into the Trump organization, right? Like the New York attorney general is looking into deals that they've done there. You've got lawsuits uh, happening around the Trump organization and the emoluments clause. Um, you know, you've got every news organization worth their salt is, is investigating the Trump organization at this point. The New York Times just this week published a, a, an investigation into how the Trumps uh, wrote fake invoices in order to justify rent increases in New York City. You know, I mean, so the Trump organization is is under investigation on multiple fronts. The Trump campaign is being investigated under multiple fronts. You've got Paul, Paul Manafort, the campaign manager, who's essentially going to be spending the rest of his life in jail once he's actually sentenced. Michael Cohen's doing three, you know, David Pecker and AMI. You've got, you know, Mueller still digging into what did the campaign know about Russia and when did they know it? There's investigations now in the Trump inauguration. So we move from the campaign to the inauguration. Now that's under investigation. There's $40 million that's unaccounted for in the way that the spending happened um, in the inauguration. And it's largely believed that foreign countries were paying in and being asked to pay in to, to fund the inauguration. So from the inauguration, we then have the transition, which is under investigation for Russian contacts, for business weirdness. The transition is where Flynn was active. The Trump cabinet is under investigation. Ryan Zinke just stepped down. He is under 17 different federal investigations on him alone. Right. And that's not even counting all the other fuckers in the cabinet. The Trump family is under investigation. You know, Dojo and Jared are the ones most likely likely to succeed. But like Ivanka is up to her ears in the the Russian the Russian condos and now Eric is the guy that was running the foundation so that's certainly problematic for him and of course you know you will end up at the top where Trump's being looked at for all sorts of shit and that's just what we know so here we are in the 18th because we're going to go back to the question of what do I think about the 19th of December Dan and I'm just going to add to the fact that the stock market seems to have 
just looked down into the pool and said, I could jump this far. <laughs> and <laughs> so, and I only mention that because that seems to be something that Trump often hangs his hat on is like, look right. at the stock market. And the stock market went, and also, because he, you know, the other, that we discussed last week here was like, it's my wall, my shutdown, my shutdown. I will shut this down. I will shut this. I will definitely shut this down. And now today he seems a little less like he wants to shut down. Yeah. Yeah, and like, trying well, to put it on the Democrats again. Well, when I said shutdown, uh... when I said it was my shutdown, what I meant was it was your shutdown. So we still don't know if if the, there's going to be a shutdown, and it would start Friday. I believe so. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a lot. So what do I think it means for the nineteenth of December? I feel like in some ways, Dan, I'm I'm rightish. Like I get points because out of the blue on the 18th to have the Trump foundations destroyed with a bolt of lightning. Yeah. And to have Trump, I mean, excuse me, Flynn destroyed in court <laughs> and, you know, everything just kind of like those are two kind of bolts, unexpected bolts. One that simply takes out a whole wing of trumpism yeah i think that's not nothing oh so, i think it's not nothing i feel like if we're looking at a target i've i've thrown a dart very close i mean i to like something i i think that it's not the report i think it report boils down like, to whether there really will be a report the report i think is it's going to be a series of events that right. suddenly will realize that we're in the and I think, yeah, that, that like things that add up. And I think that we are there, you know, I mean, the that line of everything that is under investigation right now, like these are these are known investigations. This isn't like, oh, well, we've heard that this is like this is what's known and it's known because they're they're letting it out. And you you connect those dots. And this is the thing that's really for me, Maureen, I think that the the thing that has become just so clear is that while while all of what is implicated in the in the Russian stuff, you know, the idea that a that a foreign country meddled in the election and did it in in conspiracy with the you know one one person running, like all of that is fucking terrible, but it is such a blip in everything. Like mm. the amount of illegality going on, the amount of corruption, the amount of grift that we are only just starting to see the beginning of is just staggering. And that, I think, to me is like. It's like cancer. It's everywhere. Yeah. And like if the Mueller report stays focused on Russia, that's great, you know, but it's only going to tell us a tiny bit of everything we're now seeing. I it seems pretty clear that someone is going to take him down and it's been so well handled and it's in so many it's secured in so many places. It's and I feel like New York may be the ones that like it's like we came to pick up our own garbage. <laughs> you know Sorry I mean? y'all, this one was ours. We got it. We could take this one. You got it. Come on, get in the trunk. Get in the trunk. Yeah, like he's been our scumbag for so long and we're so mad that this piece of shit 
Um, and I feel like the person to watch in a lot of that is, is it Preet Bharara? Yeah. Who was fired as the, uh, is it the attorney general of yeah. the Southern District? Is yep. that what's it? Yep, yep. And he's all along, he's been like, kind of, I mean, there's a guy who knows where the, like the, the Trump bodies are buried probably. And it's like, yeah, let's uh, tick, tick, boom. Every once in a while, he says something that's like, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh boy. Hello. When he says it, I'm always very interested. Yeah. It's, um, it is, it, it, it really is enormous, I think, in the scale of, of everything now. And I think that, I think that one of the great bits of sort of like perfect symmetrical irony is that. You know, so today Sarah Huckabee Sanders gave her first like actual press briefing since November today. Um, and she was asked repeatedly, like, hey, uh, the Trump Foundation like um, just dissolved. What does the president think about that? And she was like, I, you're going to need to ask the Trump organization about that. Like he doesn't have any thought about that. And it's like the perfect circular irony of a man who has to name everything about himself it's very very hard to say i didn't have anything to do with the thing when your fucking name is on it mm. like trump foundation i didn't know nothing about the trump foundation let me ask you this dan do you think trump will ever end up in jail no i don't never no i don't think he will i think that I think that and and I have made peace with that. I am fine with him ending humiliated. But I, I don't think he will end up in jail. There are theories and talks about maybe he's made an offer like if you just resign, then this all these offers have been made before. It's it's what happened with uh, Spiro Agnew, who was right. the vice president under uh, Richard Nixon. They basically in order to get to Nixon and stop like another criminal going into the into the into the in the office of the president, they're like, look, you have committed all the crimes. Yeah. Spiro Agnew was literally taking envelopes full of money inside the White House, like pay for play. Like, yeah. here you go. Have 20,000 in cash. Give me this thing. Um, he did all the crimes. And they were like, look, we will not put you in jail because you will for sure go to jail. But you have to resign like fucking tomorrow. And he showed up in a courtroom and he was like, I'm out. I'm resigning. Bye. And it's over. <laughs> yeah. It happened. It was like very tense and dramatic. So these things have happened in the past. Yeah. I think that it will. I think that if this all wraps up to a point where Trump is gone before the next election, it will it will not be because he is led away in shackles. All right. Let me ask you another question. Do you think he'll be impeached? I don't actually. I think that um, I think that the Democrats know that if they if they focus on impeachment for the next two years, um, that that will only help him in 2020 and that it's a better it's a better move on their part to just focus on investigations. That's at least what I hope. Do you think he'll be out of office by 20? Do you think he'll leave office before his term is over? <sighs> Some days I think he won't, and some days I think absolutely he will. Today, I think he will. Yeah, I think he will. Honestly, I do. Yeah. A, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, Waldo Jaquith, has said for a very long time now that this is going to go very slow, 
and then very, very fast, like shockingly fast. And I I firmly believe that's how it's going to be. I think that if he leaves office, it is going to be the kind of thing where you just wake up one morning and there's a 5 a.m. tweet and he's gone. Yeah. I think it will not I, it will not be drawn out. There will not be drama around is he or isn't he. It's just going to suddenly be he's it's just what he's gone. Oh, OK. Like something happens in the night where they're like, yeah, here's what's going to happen to you. By the way, I'm just checking his Twitter feed just to see if he's up to anything. He tweeted 10 minutes ago. Oh, clearly, a, really not him. Oh, yeah. Just another photo. And it's a photo, photo of pe- people talking at a table. President Donald J. Trump's Commission on School Safety examined ways to make our schools safe for all students and teachers. Read more. That's all properly punctuated. Yeah. Um, so that's not him. The last no. time he tweeted was nine hours ago and he said, Michael, is it Isakoff? Yeah. Michael Isakoff was the first to report dossier allegations and now seriously doubts the dossier claims the whole Russian collusion thing was a hoax. But who is going to restore the good name of so many people whose reputation? That was the last thing. Yeah. Honestly, I also want him dealt with for crimes against capitalization because that is just one <laughs> thing. Well, so he, one also, is- <clears throat> he also spelled borders wrong this week, Dan. Yeah. When talking about how we need strong borders. He, sells, yeah, he spelled it like people that rent a room in your house. Yeah. And I, I <clears throat> saw that before I'd had coffee and I was so like, I actually Googled it just to make sure I wasn't losing my mind for a minute. I was like, wait, I know it's wrong. I just have to confirm it because I feel like reality is bending. Yeah. 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 That's a, so, that, that's a use. That, that's a regular feeling. All of these things are, and the, he's always been a weird tweeter, but <clears throat> now they're getting faster yeah. Weirder, more ping pongy, more all over the place, more like also this, like whack-a-mole. Yeah. Let's not let's not discount the fact that a former contestant on the on the apprentice claimed that he witnessed Trump crushing and snorting Adderall. I mean, and I, I think that all of us read that and said that makes more sense than anything we yeah. have read in the last two oh, years. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so you read some of those tweets, and you're like, "Oh, well, that yeah, but that, that would explain that. Yeah, that would explain it." I, you know, I told that to a nurse, very nurse mom, and the first thing she said was, "Well, that makes sense. I mean, that would do it." <laughs> yeah, <sighs> I feel when like the, I need to get the, festive, Maureen. When the nurses are like, "Yep, checks out." <laughs> I feel then like she we... gave me a five minute lecture on the dangers of Adderall, and I was like, "It wasn't me." <laughs> I've never had Adderall. So, but I want you to watch this 30-minute movie anyway. Nurses got a nurse, and They got to. They do. They got to. If do. I ask my nurse mom questions about fiction, like if I have to hurt somebody in fiction, she will then give me like a short lecture on like, well, that's very dangerous, you know, if you, and then, well, you see, Maureen, what happens is the, the something is connected to the something. And the, I was like, it, I just wanted to know if I could kill someone that way. And she's like, well, the important thing is what you do in that case is we'd get them in, we'd put them on this, we'd put them on this, we'd do, I'm, <laughs> never ask a nurse a hypothetical. <laughs> I feel like we need to get festive. I feel like we need to jingle a little. I'm always jingling, Dan. Wait. Hey, Dan, I'm jingling a little extra this week. You want to know why? Why? Am I allowed to say, Dan? Sure. Dan, I kind of may 
almost, I kind of have a maybe a movie coming out next year. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. you do. That's something that happened this week. Maureen's got big news. I do. Yeah. I'm slipping in the. I'm just slipping it into the middle. Look at me. Look at you. You're talking well, about Christmas. it like you're proud of it. I am happy, and I've known about it for a while, but I haven't been able to say. And it also wasn't super clear if it was really good because movie stuff is super nebulous. Like everything, yeah. a lot of stuff gets optioned, and then like it doesn't. Nothing ever happens. Like you just sit around for years and years and years, and nothing happens. Yeah. And I've had lots of things that happen like this, but we were told. We've we've had right. There's been writers on this thing for three years. There's been a director around for at least two. You know, it's just. But it looks like Netflix is going to be making a movie of a book called Let It Snow, which I wrote with John Green and Lara Michael, which is a Christmas, like a Christmas thing. And it's sort of like they keep saying it's going to be like Love Actually for teens, but without like oh. a lot of the Love Actually stuff that isn't so good. Um, but I, I, and I worked on that because I love Christmas. <laughs> You do love Christmas. I do love Christmas. So um, that's like a thing that happened this week, Dan. That is exciting. I'm excited for you. I mean, it could be that I'm possibly recording some uh, says who from like a movie set or something next year. Who knows? Ooh. I'm just saying, if they need a drunk Santa. Hey, look, they may need a drunk Santa. Well, you just I'm... need to write one in real quick. Well, uh, I think they're doing it. Can you get up to Canada? Sure. I think uh, if if everything is going as as we think it's going, it's it's shooting up in Canada. <sighs> That's very exciting. I'm very excited for you. So all I'm going to be carrying the Christmas spirit all through the year. <laughs> I get to think about Christmas all year. That's exciting. You know who that would not enjoy that? Who? Donald Trump. Our friend of the podcast, Olivia Nuzzi, just wrote an article for New York Mag called Donald Trump Hates Christmas Parties. What? I know. Has a couple of really nice quotes. One person close to the White House told me, quote, it makes perfect sense because it's not about him. If it were about him, he'd love it. But Christmas is not about him. It's about Santa. It is. Another White House official said that he hates shaking hands because he's a germaphobe. But yeah, so, he, he's not a big fan of Christmas parties. He canceled the White House Christmas party for the press. What? Yeah, that's done. I I mean, I it's surprising because he and the press get along so well. But um but yeah, he canceled it. What do you think that's it. like? Do they ha so they have a party and that's just with like who? Sarah Sanders and some appetizers? Yeah, I think that I think that it's like the press. It's like a little holiday party, and the press, I believe, like bring their kids. Um, but and it's gone on forever. But you know, as as with many things that are sort of, you know, the polite. It's, this is how it's always done in the Trump organization or Trump administration. I mean, it's it's gone. It's done. Which I think is fine. I think that's a little awkward, actually. Like here we're I, we're covering this person every day, but when they invite us to a Christmas party, we're all like, "That's awesome." Oh, Play that Mariah Carey song again. Wait, that's the song I want for Christmas. <laughs> Play that Mariah Carey song again. Do you yeah. ever sometimes, I do this a lot. I think a lot about Mariah Carey's Q4 royalty check. All of my love for Christmas, every time but then I did. Oh. 
good song. That song is the only song on the planet that I have literally been beaten into submission on and I now like. That's from Love Actually, you know, I believe. Is oh, it? I, that is a film I've never seen. I think it's from Love Actually. I've never seen that movie. I don't need to see that movie. Can I tell you a really good Christmas story? Yes. Hard yes. This is a little story that I like to call Dojo, the Saddest Christmas Elf. <gasps> Go on. So Donald Trump Jr. gave a gave a gave a real laugher of an interview to one, I think one of the cable networks, and they asked him what the best and worst presents he ever got from his father was. And he said, Well, I'm the namesake, which is a funny way to say I'm named after my dad. I like that in and of its own. Him being like, I'm the namesake is pretty great. I'm the namesake, so I get re-gifted all the things that were monogrammed for him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dad. Here. Jesus Christ. Here, here, son, I gave you a, I'm giving you a DJT cufflinks, but I'm four. Enjoy them. Gets better though, Maureen. It gets better. Go on. There was one Christmas where he gave me the gift that I had given him the year before because I had monogrammed it. And I'm like, I know you didn't buy this. (laughs) And his father's like, how do you know? (laughs) I just... Like he won't just admit it. Like they're sitting around the Christmas tree in their robes. And he's like, you didn't even buy this for him. He's like, no, I did. (laughs) Prove it. He's like, I, and then quote, because I gave it to you last year. Dan. Dan. Yes. Yes. Dan. Yes. I got to put my glass down. Dan, I got to put my glass down. Yeah. I just, Dan, I. Yeah. How does that? Okay. First of all, first of all, people like that, that are supposed to be all rich and fancy. They don't, they don't shop. They have someone that does their shit. Like they're like, you make my list. You buy the stuff. You wrap it. You deliver it. And then people thank me. That's how it's done. When you're rich and an asshole, you don't have like, you don't do that shit yourself. You, you, so the fact is, not only is he regifting, but somehow he's got the shit somewhere. So not yeah. only is it he too cheap and doesn't like, but like the fact that they're, I, I can't, I can't understand. Like, is there a closet of just shit? That he's like going to my shit club. It was like when they had the fair at my church every year, and there was this creepy part where someone dressed as a clown and had all these pockets. And for different oh, no. amounts of money, you got to reach into different pockets oh, to no. get a toy. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> yeah. There was the nickel pocket, there was the dime oh. pocket, there was the quarter pocket, and then right around the waistline, there was a 50 oh, cents pocket. Sure. And <laughs> his pockets, the clown. It was upsetting, uh, and we kind of guess had, where the dollar is. It was. 
it was our it was oh, our oh, oh, oh. it was like a nice guy who we all knew who was raising money for like a food bank or something. So we have to be like, here you go, father. Here's 50 cents. And he'd be like, oh, okay, that's the 50 cents. And it was always like one of those little things oh, that you boy. shook and a little ball bearing had to go into, you know, like it was like a whole, you know, like it was a little picture puzzle thing that you shook as a piece of shit. Oh, boy. So anyway, it makes oh. me feel like he is like the equivalent of clown pocketing this like, like, oh, well, I've got, I've got those, mon- that monogram shit in my clown pocket. Yeah, I mean, I so it, it does raise a very interesting question. We we talk a lot about whether or not Donald Trump would eat various things, but it made me realize this man has never, never personally or through, you know, any other means purchased a present in his life. He's Scrooge. Yeah. Like, he's Scrooge. he's totally got a, a, a closet of all the shit that he's gotten that he doesn't want. And then he just doles it out every year. He's straight up ball humbugging. Yeah. Fuck. And yeah. but you know how that ends, Dan? Is that a bunch of ghosts come? Yeah. So he's gonna be visited by some ghosts. And then Yeah, I just don't think he's gonna learn. He's not gonna learn the lesson. And then the in the end. end you buy a goose. Yeah, he's not buying a goose. That man's never eaten a goose in his life. Well, look, Dan, if you don't have time to go out and buy your own goose, what you can do, actually, is you can sign up for Blue Apron, which I know it's the end of the year, and they've been a great sponsor to us for this 2018. I really want to thank them for that. And um, They've never been our sponsor. You don't have time to go out and buy the biggest goose in the market, which is what you do when you wake up. What what day is it? Christmas Day, sir. Oh, shit. I don't have time to go to get the the goose. Uh, Can you get the goose for me? Go fuck yourself. I have a home to go to. (laughs) All right, kid. Oh, shit. Where am I going to get a goose? And you go on your computer, type like this. Oh, fuck. Uh, Then you uh, actually typed into our notes. And then uh, you go to to Blue Apron and you're like, Send send your finest goose to send. Okay, so typing is a blue apron. Okay, I gotta get someone a goose. Gotta get send a goose to Tiny Tim, and then it says, you know, you order and you get a box and like, but it's not gonna be a goose. It's gonna be some delicious Christmas holiday weeky menu-y yum yum yums, uh, which include this week. Um, uh, let's uh, gnocchi in creamy mm. tomato sauce with mm, broccoli it. in it. It just looks mm. udon noodles with soft boiled eggs. Disgusting. Oh, who doesn't want to <sighs> get an egg in the mail? You know what I mean? Who doesn't mm. want to get an egg? No. In- How much packaging has to do you have to put in there to make an egg Jeez. survive on that trip? It's going to have 25 pounds of bubble wrap around that shit to get that. Because you knew know they throw those packages. They, just, they chuck it over. I just wrote, Maureen doesn't talk about Blue Apron and shoved it right up my nose and I didn't get it. You're on the naughty list, Dan. It's me. <sighs> uh, uh, Santa? Ho, ho, oh. ho. Hey, Hello, Santa. Dan. Well, where did where did Maureen go? She fucked off, Dan, and I'm sitting in for her. You sound a little um What? Sound a little tired there, I'm Santa. I'm fine. I've been snorting Adderall. <laughs> oh good. Yeah, I got a That's tweet good. a bunch. 
Hey, uh, Easter Bunny, go fuck yourself. Uh, get a real holiday. Send. You nailed it, Santa. Nailed it again. Santa, yes. Well, hey, Santa. What? Let me tell you about how uh, Says Who is made possible by you. I mean, not not you, Santa. You're not a Patreon subscriber, but... um. But for the support of the folks that do go to patreon.com slash says who, we sure do appreciate you. Ah, it's me, Dan. I'm back. Oh, hey, Maureen. This episode of Says Who is brought to you by our sponsor, Main Street mogul, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Once again, I, I am raising awareness of Colin. Now, um, Colin just moved. And I told you previously about Colin. I did his eyebrows uh, the first time I met him. Oh, yeah. And uh, you have a picture of me on his credit card. Now, now Colin has just moved to Geneva in Switzerland. And he says the housing market is terrible and you have to provide a lot of documentation. And he um, would like us to advertise why why Colin should be considered a good tenant. I can tell you, Colin is a solid dude. So Geneva, Switzerland, heads up. You give my boy Colin an apartment to live in. He's the best. His eyebrows magnifique top notch 10 out of 10 uh so thank you colin colin helped bring this episode this very special holiday episode she says who thanks colin thanks colin and thanks to everyone for supporting at patreon.com slash says who i would say looking back on the year that is one of the most remarkable things that has happened this year was starting the starting the patreon yeah, we're and still and seeing just how many people are uh, are helping out and helping really make this happen. It's it's really incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's just um, yeah. Still, so, do you still get that every day where you're like, how? <laughs> Whenever anyone does it, the because uh, I get the little notification in my email, and I'm always like, wow, this is amazing. You're an amazing person. Yeah, and so uh, we hope that uh, you enjoy. Um, the extra episodes, um, the free sandwiches I've been mailing to you, um, the spiders. That's, um, that's not, none of that's real. The dream Sorry. manipulation. So when I come mm. into your dreams. Uh, Wait, that's you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's me. Oh, that's You should me. have read the terms of service, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Dan. Yeah. When will we see Says Whovia again? Well, we'll be there. We're going to be there. All, you know, obviously, we're literally we're going to stay in Says Whovia for the holidays. It's true. We have a lot of decorations to hang in Says Whovia between now and then. Shit, yeah. But uh, our next episode, our next episode, listeners, is not going to be until January 2nd. That's right. Next week. Next week we are jingling the fuck out of here. Yeah, we gotta. We're, we're gonna do the holiday thing. Yeah, we're gonna. Considering that uh, we would need to record on Christmas Day, that became a little difficult. So, uh, but we will be back January second for our next episode. It's gonna be a whole new year. But I, maybe I'll pack my microphone in my bag just in case you know something crazy happens. Know. Yeah, bring it along. There's always the possibility. 
that the Says Who Town Watch will have some sort of update. I think it, I think we're guaranteed at least one Christmas story from you yes. going to our Patreon listeners. I just need to add some jingle bells to it. Yes. Uh, so that uh, so that it's festive enough. That will certainly be going out before before the holidays. Oh, yeah. You're gonna You're definitely going to get a bonus episode. We already yeah. have that. And that's if you're a five dollar donor or up at patreon.com slash says who but for all y'all that are just listening normal style january 2nd is our next episode hey maureen i have a question for you Mm? who performed our theme music ted leo yeah the ted leo thanks ted leo i hope your 2018 was great ted leo is amazing and thanks always to darth 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 We hope that your hibernation is well and that we will see you refreshed in the new year. When you're ready, Darth. When you're ready. Indeed. When you're ready. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter and you can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. Hey! 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 You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. Actually, Dan, I have one very little holiday note here that I can add on if it's okay. Always. It's always okay. Look, I wrote a book, Truly Devious. The the sequel's coming out in January, January 22nd. If you would like to order a a, a signed copy, you can pre-order it anywhere, like any bookstore. But if you want to- Any bookstore. Any bookstore. Um, But if you want to pre-order a signed copy, you can do that at Books of Wonder, uh, which is a New York City local- it's a specialized children's bookstore. So if you look at Books of Wonder, they'll have you can pre-order a signed copy of The Vanishing Stair. Um, and uh, there it's just so it's gonna it's like a good local bookstore and it's cool to like support local local businesses and I'll sign your copy and I'll kiss and go, I love you, I love you, I love you. Whoa, it's yeah. kinda creepy. It's nice. Hey, look, Dan, it's the fifty cent clown pocket. I want you to have a, when you go on your book tour, I want you to have a book pocket. Ugh, Dan, it's a whole big outfit covered in pockets with books in it. And you're like, hey, kids. Every once in a while. Lanty Maureen here, grab a book. Every once in a while, I say this stuff that happened when I was a kid. And I'm like. Pockets the Clown is going to haunt me, though. <sighs> it was so. I was always, I always got so anxious when he came over too, because well, it was, sure. it was father, you know, it was like I, a guy I knew super well, like, but it was really awkward because it made me super uncomfortable. I was always like, I don't really want to look at this. I don't want to yeah. deal with this. Like, it's no. not that it, it, it's just, it's like someone, you know, is raising money for charity, but it's like, ah, look, I'm a creepy clown. Uh, yeah. yeah. Woo hoo. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Oh, like, and you know, ugh. I. I actually know a couple of clowns, and they are good people. I know some too, and they are. Yeah, but yeah. it's the it's the like, yeah, it's the the priest that puts a clown suit on once a year for children to reach in to pull money out of pockets. When you put it like that, Dan, it's not it's not savory. No. It's not good. It's not. Yeah, Dan. I another thing I saw this week is, and I'm not saying who it is because I I support all vegetarian vegan businesses out there. But I saw an advertisement for it was an English restaurant chain that was like, come on, get festive with vegan festive holiday tacos served with a with a cold cauldron of gravy on the side. And I was wow. Like, Look, I will say this about the English. 
they fuck up tacos no matter they they cannot get it right like, <laughs> there's just if they're doing they do so well with all so many foods but I, when they get to anything that's like mexican tex-mex shit just goes terribly wrong and i don't know how they do it but it's the worst <laughs> shit you will ever eat every time uh, when i saw this it was like roast veg it was like roast carrots and potatoes and some other brussels sprouts inside of tacos served with like a with guacamole and gravy and i'm like this is the most english taco thing that has ever happened wow but if you'd like some blue apron new special this God week damn it festive tacos served with gravy <sighs> better than sending an egg on that note we will see you in the new year or this before has been... depending we could you don't know you look don't at know. this look at this what you're backtracking. What? You're backtracking like Michael Flynn on the stand. Dan, it is today is the 18th of December. I'm just saying, I think you're delusional if you don't think some weird shit isn't going to happen between now and December 31st. <laughs> the, it is. If if the beginning of December is any guide, it uh yeah, it is completely delusional to think we will not be back. Yeah. So. We're probably going to see you next on January 2nd, but you could see us before. <laughs> you never know. We might just stop over. Hey, what are you guys doing? Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Hey, you got a goose? Christmas goose? We'll be like uh, Woodward and Bernstein in, in all the presents. You'll still see little <laughs> uh -oh. little, little in the bushes. And, oh, God, they're at the door. Hey, can I just come in for a sec? Hey, just smoke. Do you have any more coffee? Uh, so Dan and I are just here to ask you some questions. What have you guys been doing? What are you up to? What do you, uh, so do you know anything about, uh, Russian oh, this um, notebook? I just forget things a lot. I'm just going to write this down because I'm like, oh, just don't pay one ear out the other, you know? Don't pay any attention to it. So, um, when, uh, when did you, uh, first, uh, what, what contacts do you have with the Russian, Russian government? Do you, do you think there was a point where Bernstein just started knocking on any door asking for a cigarette? Yes. He's like, oh, sorry, Woodward, I've been gone. All but I talked to a lot of people. It's like, oh, really? Who? No. Oh, just no, they weren't in the list. Just people with cigarettes. They just had smokes. <laughs> Interest. People with cigarettes. Likes cigarettes. <laughs> He's out there still now. Some say that in the dead of the night, you can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> just think, like, Bernstein could have blown big tobacco wide open had he not loved it so much. Yeah, he and uh, all... You know, he should have gone to Deep Throat. Deep Throat always smoking, just standing there in the garage, smoking Seriously. fucking all the time. Deep Throat wouldn't have been such an ass and made them do so much work if Bernstein had gone down. He'd been like, I love smoking too. Honestly, I feel like we should do a whole bonus episode just on commentary on all the president's men. Oh, do a watch along. Yeah, watch along, but instead of how you have to drink, you have to smoke every time they smoke. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. On that note, Merry Holiday, whatever it is for you, happy, happy uh, from the North Pole. I'm Maureen Santa Johnson. From the South Pole, I'm Penguin Dan Sinker. This has been Says Who. Says Who. Jingle, 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 jingle. Oh, damn, we're going to be back. You're the one. You're the one. Don't just say you're the one. You No, no, you're the puppet. You're the one. You're, you're the, the puppet. puppet. You're the puppet. You're the one that said we couldn't come back. You're the. You're. You're the one. You are. You are. You. You are. Puppet. <laughs>
Puppets make a good gift. I'm a puppet. Oh my god. I'm Pockets the puppet clown. Oh my god. I just realized our minister also had a ventriloquist puppet. Of course he did. Oh god. Guess where I've got the buffalo nickel hidden, oh. Maureen? <laughs> I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna do this. Just reach into a pocket. <laughs> I don't wanna. No way. I've got a surprise for you. Oh no! Take my quarter. Just take the quarter. I don't need the toy. I don't want the toy. I don't need any toy. It's a water train. What is it? A water train. A water choo choo. A water train. The water train. It's very hard to do this voice when I'm laughing so hard. I don't know. What is it? You got a train? You got a train in your pocket? Yeah, maybe. It's oh no! How long is it? I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want your water train. Would you? I don't want a water train that comes out of your pocket. I don't. Merry Christmas, everyone! <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want a toy. Just take the quarter and leave me alone. I don't want the water train.